0: Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you, and once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. We thank you, Lord God, that as we continue along in this service, Lord God, that your spirit will be in this place like never before. God, we thank you, Lord God, for each and every person under the sound of my voice. We thank you for the people who are watching on live stream. We thank you, Lord God, for just each and every person's lives. Lord God, we thank you that this... This message, Lord God, will go forth with boldness and clarity. Lord God, that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way. So we love you. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give God some praise all over this place this morning. I want you guys, we can do better than that. Let's give God. I didn't say, let's give Lester Bell Jr. some praise. I said, let's give God some praise all over this place this morning. Hallelujah. 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 As you all know, this is Palm Sunday. Next week is Easter. Amen. Amen! Didn't I praise team doing a, ph- a phenomenal job this morning? Amen! Phenomenal job! Amen! 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 Phenomenal job! Do you feel that it's just a sweet spirit in this place today? It's just a sweet spirit in this place, and I usually don't do this, but I think I'm gonna start doing this a little bit more. But Miss Miss Kristen, God is is. I wanna just just speak this into your life. There's a burden being lifted off of you right now. And um, there's some things you've been experiencing and you've been wondering, when am I gonna have my opportunity? When am I gonna have my chance? When am I gonna have my turn? And I just want you to just release, just release the burden that is on your shoulders. Just release it. And just allow Holy Spirit, just allow God to to minister to your heart, because all is well, all things work together for the good of them that love God, to those called according to His purpose and will. So whatever you are experiencing right now, just just allow it to, just just let it go, because God wants us to cast our cares on Him. He wants us to cast our cares on Him. So just let it go, let it go, let it go. Miss, miss Ty I know you're being consoled by lady a right now but god placed you on my spirit this morning before you even messaged me and I want everybody to just st- stretch your hands to miss Ty right now everybody stretch your hands this is one of our sisters let's 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 unite with her in faith let's unite with her in prayer god we love you we thank you we honor you lord god for is taisha lord god we thank you lord god that whatever she is experiencing right now lord god any stress lord god any anything that's unlike your nature we thank you lord god that you are restoring her heart lord god we thank you lord god that from this day forward that she will never be the same again, Lord God. So we unite our faith with her faith, Lord God. We unite, Lord God, our love with her love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that her heart's desires are coming to fruition, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are knitting her heart, Lord God. I just see like a, I just see like an angel knitting her heart, re-knitting her heart, because it's been broken in some areas. And so God is re-knitting your heart so God we love you God we thank you we honor you for this this soul we thank you Lord God for just her experience Lord God because we know her experience is setting her up for something greater so God we love you we thank you we honor you for this this soul Lord God this spirit Lord God we thank you Lord God that she will be the woman that you created her to be Lord God, for her children, Lord God, for her husband, Lord God, for her co-workers, Lord God. We know that you have placed within her, Lord God, a kind spirit, a loving spirit. So God, we say restore that spirit within her. So God, we love you and we thank you. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Miss that all is well. All is well. All is well. Amen. Let's just I, I, I'm, I'm not able to go into this just yet, but let's just let's just worship right now. Let's just worship. And what is worship? Worship is this. Worship is as- ascribing value. See, see, you worship what you value, right? You worship what you value. So if you have a car, right, you, you, you're going to clean that car. You're going to make sure it's clean. So you worship what you value. And so we want to make sure that we are valuing God. So in this moment, just close your eyes and and just let go. Just just allow Holy Spirit to just to just warm your heart. Just allow Holy Spirit to just speak to your soul. And let's just let's just worship. Let's worship. I didn't want to do this, but Patrick and Mr. Miller, um, I'm so glad that you all are here today. So good to see you all. You all are getting ready to enter a new phase of life. You're getting ready to have a new beginning. There's some things you've been expecting, some things you've been looking for, and you've been looking for them in the old season. But God is getting ready to push you into a new season. He's getting ready to push you into a new phase of life, a new beginning. And he's saying that if you trust him in this pushing, in in this, in this him, you, if you trust him in him pushing you to this new place, he will provide everything that you need. Because God has something phenomenal for you too and Miss Rain. And so he's getting ready. I know it's, it's it's interesting that she's getting ready to turn one year old. She's getting ready to turn a year a year younger. We're not gonna say a year older. We're gonna say a year younger. But you all are getting ready to go into a new dimension, a new phase of life. And God's just saying, just be open to it. You have to be. Don't don't worry about what others say. Don't worry about what others think. Just be open to it. And you you'll know you'll you'll know by the by the unction of the Holy Spirit. You'll know by the unction of God that he's pushing you to a new place and he's pushing you to a new phase of life. So just get ready for a new beginning that God is getting ready to uh, push you all in and a new embarking that God is about to just take you all in because he he has you all covered. He has you all covered. The scripture keeps running back in my mind. All things Work together for the good of them that love God, to those called according to His purpose and will, so that new getting that you're getting ready to enter into, just just allow it to flow freely. Just allow it to flow flow freely, flow freely. Amen. Amen. And I'm I'm going to start using that is I don't know if you all know, but that is a part of my gifting. God has given me the prophetic gift, and 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 just to be honest with you all, you know, just to be transparent with you all. Cause I want to be, I want to be humble. I want to be open, and I want to be transparent with you all. There's sometimes God to give me a word, and I don't want to say nothing. Cause I'll be like, God, you sure you want me to say this? Like I don't want to be no no heretic or no false prophet. But God is God is starting to, to remove that remove that fear from me. So there's gonna be more prophetic words going forward. Because God shows me certain things before they even happen. He'll show me a dream. He'll show me uh, a vision. And, and, and he's saying, release it, release it. So we're, you're going to start seeing that a little bit more. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Let's, let's get ready to head into this series, this last Sunday of this series. And as you all know, we are in our series at entitled Advance. Everybody say Advance. Everybody say advance. Everybody say advance. Advance. And we're going to wrap this up this Sunday with a topic entitled B.A. Blessing. Everybody say B.A. I only hear about two people. B.A. B-A. Blessing. 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 If you would, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, and as we all know, uh, this has been our base scripture, and we're going to do something a little bit different next Sunday. We're not going to start a series next Sunday. I know we used to start a series either on the first Sunday of the month, but we're not going to start a series next Sunday. We're going to do something a little bit different. So Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, and Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Matthew, first book of the Bible. Mark, second book of the Bible. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right? No? I'm wrong on that? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John? Matthew, Luke, Mark, John? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right? Not of the Bible. Gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So Matthew, (laughs) chapter 28, verse 19. (laughs) <laughs> and it's okay to laugh in church. Look, we're not we not gonna be uh we're not gonna float on here. We didn't eat commu- we didn't eat um communion bread and grape juice for breakfast. Amen. I want you to be free. I want you to be free. Cause when you're free, you can receive the word. When you all uptight. I notice, I notice, I don't know if y'all notice this, but when I, I when I'm preaching this, when I'm teaching in a suit, I feel a little bit tighter. When I'm when I'm dressed down, like I feel like free. Like I can move, like I can walk around. And I'm trying to stay in the light until we get some more lights. But Matthew chapter 20, I want you to be free when you receive the word. I want you to be free, because when you're free, whom the sun sets free is free. Indeed, it's free indeed. So Christ wants you to be free. So Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, it says this. It says, now go in my authority and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this was Jesus' first commandment when he sent out. It was his first, uh, not commandment, it was his first, what's the word I'm looking for? It was his first um, decree, rather. It was his first instruction for the disciples to go um, into the world and advance the kingdom of God, right? So let's read it in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, because Jesus gives this decree again. And it says this, it says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's read it in the Amplified Classic version. It says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach and publish the Openly, the good news, the gospel, to every creature of the whole human race. So God has given um, us—I can't—commandment is not the word. Um, God has given us a instruction, rather. I'ma just use instruction to go into the world. And see, God did not just want us to go into the church and advance the kingdom of God. He wanted us to go into the world. So this leads me to my first key point, which is this. Our going should spring from our being. Our going should spring from our being. See, a lot of times the reason we cannot go into the world is because we're not being who God created us to be. Because when you be who God created you to be, then you are being everything that God created from the foundation of the earth for you to be. See, a lot of times we... we We come to church. It's great. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep watching. Keep coming. Keep watching. Because when you come, when you watch, and that's when you get your instruction to go outside of these four walls and actually bless somebody's life. Let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse two. Romans chapter 12, verse two, because we have to understand that our being springs from our going. Our going should spring from our being, because when we understand who we are, and understand whose we are, then we have power outside of these four walls. See, God does not just want us to be a light on the inside of the church. He does not just want us to be an influence on the inside of the church. He does not only want us to be light inside of the church. He wants us to be light outside of the church because when you are light outside of the church, then people will see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. See, God did not create us for for us to get the glory because if have you noticed that when someone gets so much glory, it destroys them? Have you noticed that? See, when you want so much glory for yourself, when the focus is just on you, when your heart posture is a selfish, heart posture, and you just focus on me, honor me, glorify me, then that glory will crush you. See, God does, God will not get crushed upon the weight of glory because the glory belongs to him. So everybody at Romans chapter 12, verse 2, if you are, say, I am. If you're not, say, wait on me. All right, because if somebody would have said, wait on me, I would have said, look at the screen. So let's go, let's read this. It says, Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. What's the biggest word in this scripture? Conform, transform, renew. What's the biggest word? The biggest word is be. See, God is, so scripture says, um, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, right? Some versions say God is a spirit being, right? And so God is a being. God is the great I am, right? And so I am also operates in being. So when you are being who God created you to be, then you cannot be conformed to this world. Because when you are conformed to this world, you are conformed to the way of the world. See, God does not want us to be conformed to the way of the world. See, God wants us to be the ones that turn the world upside down. He wants you to be the one that turns the world upside down. So how, how can you be the one who turns the world upside down? You must first understand who you are. You must first understand who you are. So I believe that God wants us to move from this. How many of us have to-do lists? I need to do this, 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 by this, this, this day, right? See, I believe that, that we should move from to-do list to to-be list. I'm going to say that again. I believe we should move from to-do list to to to-be list because to-be is to-do. See, building a to-be list implicitly writes your to-do list because it helps you reverse engineer the results that you want to achieve. So when you create a a to-be list, you're saying, okay, this is who God created me to be. And so my doing, my going will flow out of that being who God created me to be. See, see, one of out of your being flows either good things or not so good things. We learned that last week, right? That your heart posture out of it flows. What was that week two? Was that week two or week three? I think it was week two. But out of your heart flows good things, or out of your heart flows bad things, and it's because of, it's because what's in your heart will flow out of your heart, right? So. So we need to move from to-do list to to to-be list. See, who do you need to be to improve your relationships? Everybody in here needs to improve their relationships, but that's going to take you being a different person. So as you show up as your best self, everybody want to be their best self, right? You will be able to help more people. So when you show up as the self that God created you to be, you will be able to help more people. So we need to learn this. We need to learn to be a blessing to all people God has blessed us with. We need to learn to be a blessing to all the people God has blessed us with. So being a blessing, I want to help change your perspective today. Because being a blessing isn't necessarily giving someone some money or some material things. Well, let me give you the coat off my back. Let me give you the shoes off my feet. That's, that's, that's be, You can be a blessing in that way. But I want to challenge your perspective of being a blessing so i wanna i wanna start this how to be a blessing everybody say how to be a blessing first one is this: be kind be kind have you ever have you ever been have you ever met a mean christian ever met a rude Christian you ever met somebody just so mean you're just like how can you say you love God but yet you real mean like how can you say you love God, but you say some negative stuff about how can how 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 can you see this this is one thing that really grinds my gears, if y'all watch Family Guy Right. This is one thing that I really dislike. Is when someone who says they represent Christ, but yet they still say, I know, and I understand God's still working on people. I get it. I get it. But one thing that really gets on my nerves is this when people say, Look, I represent Christ. But then they're mean to their neighbor or they're mean to a client or they're mean to the person on the street. They won't let them. You ain't going to cut me off. How many of us have ever said that? I know I have. Right? Was that being kind? What if that person had to get to somewhere really fast? and You say well, you ain't going to cut me off. And so and so God wants us to be kind to people. He wants us to be kind to people. This is what this is what um, Harold Kushner says. He says this. He says, when you are kind to others, it not only changes you, it changes the world. When you are kind to others, it not only changes you, it changes the world. See, if you want to be a world changer, you need to be kind to people. You need to treat people right because how you treat you is how you treat others. See, a lot of times people can't be kind to other people because they're not kind to themselves. They say they say mean stuff about themselves. They say negative stuff about them, themselves because how you treat you, how you love you, is how you love others. And so, are you going to love others or are you going to hate others? Are you going to be kind to others or are you going to be mean to others? See, spread kindness because kindness is what? It's contagious. See, when someone sees you being kind, then they're going to be kind because they say, wow, wow, that person is being kind. Something different about them. So, so, Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. I want to give you some scripture behind this because I don't want you to think I'm just making this up. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32. See, we have to understand that when we are a blessing and we're being kind to others, see, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. The great Maya Angelou said that. So if I'm making you feel bad because I'm mean to you or I'm rude to you, am I really a Christ representative or am I a Lester Bell Jr. representative? Because you have to check the motives of your heart. You have to allow God to check the motives of your heart because the moment that you, that you are mean to somebody, the moment that you are rude to someone, see you, never un- you never know what someone is going through in their world. You never know. You never know what someone is. So when you are kind to that person, then you may help them avert doing something to themselves that was gonna harm themselves. And so we have to, we have to be Christ's representatives. If we're gonna really follow Christ, if we're gonna really love people, if we're gonna really advance the kingdom of God, it's gonna take us being kind. It's gonna take us, it's gonna take us treating people with love. It's gonna take us being tender-hearted towards people. It's gonna take us to do that. Because the moment we not do that, the moment we don't do that. Then guess what? We don't represent Christ. We don't show Christ to that person. So, this is what it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums. Ooh, we don't like that one, huh? Revenge, profanity, and insults. Verse 32. But instead, be kind and affectionate toward one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Did you hear that? It says, be, "But instead, be kind and affectionate toward one another." Are we kind? Are we affectionate toward one another? Are we are we really kind to one another? Are we really treating people the right way? Are we really um, giving love to people, or are we just saying, "Well, I love you," and then saying something negative about them, or? I love you, but you, 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 God does not want us to be that type of person. So let's go to Colossians chapter three, because I want to give you some more scripture about this, because we have to be kind. We have to be kind. And so this is what it says. It says you are always and dearly loved by God. So robe yourselves with virtues of God, since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. So God wants us to understand others. He wants us to be kind to others. He wants us to be gentle and humble with others. One of the things that God is working on me with is is being more gentle and humble. Because sometimes I can say stuff and it can come out real sharp. And, I, and, and, and when I say it, I'll be like, ooh, that was sharp. So if I feel like, ooh, that was sharp, I know the person receiving it was like, ooh, that was sharp. See God, see, see, God has to, you have to allow God to have your full heart. Because when you allow God to have your full heart, then he can say, ooh, you need to work on this area. You need to be a little bit more gentle with this person. You need to be a little bit more kind to this person. You need to be a little bit more affectionate with this person. And so nothing blesses mankind any more than ordinary kindness, which is not in the sense ordinary, but the most extraordinary endowment that any Christian possesses. So kindness is a virtue. Being kind is a virtue. So listen to this. Being kind appears in looks, words, and actions by looking pleasantly on each other Speaking kindly to one another and mutually doing every good office that lies in their way and in their power, so our kindness is important. say 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 this with me, my kindness is important. see your see your kindness is not just a weakness, it's not just you being weak. It's not just oh, don't don't they're going to take my kindness as weakness. Actually, kindness is a strength. Mean, when you mean, that's weak. Because it's easy to be mean. It's easy to be rude. It's easy to talk negatively about other people. That's the easy thing to do. But when we say, okay, God, I want to be clothed in your virtues. I want to be unoffendable to people. I want to be affectionate to people. I want to be kind to all people. Then we're really being a blessing. And so number one way to how to be a blessing is be kind. Number two is this, give unconditional love. Give unconditional love. Let's go to 1 first, first Corinthians chapter 13, and we're going to read ver- verse 4 through 7. So number one is be kind. Number two is give unconditional love. Is the AC off? You just shift. It's a little warm up here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So everyone at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And if you can, start start reading some of your your scripture from the Passion Translation, because it has a way of, like, illuminating the words. It has a way of opening the words up to you. And so start trying to read from the Passion Translation here and there. NKJV is good. Amplified is good. But read you, read. Now, I don't, I don't know if they have any of these in print. They may. Uh, you may have to go, like, on Amazon or eBay to find it. But you can find this online in the Bible along the Passion Translation. And it has a way of kind of just really opening it up things. So this is what it says. It says, love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. Right? There's that word kind again. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. So it will never give up. Love will never give up. And so love and kindness really go hand in hand. They're like brother and sister. Because you cannot cannot say you love your brother, but you're not kind to them. Because love and kindness, they go, they go hand in hand. The scripture says love is gent- gentle and consistently kind to all. So, so love is consistent. Unconditional love is consistent. It's not inconsistent. It's, well, I love you today because you did this for me, but I don't love you tomorrow because you didn't do this for me. See, that's conditional love. That's conditional love. See, God does not love us based on conditions. God does not love us based on our works. God loves us unconditionally. And aren't you glad we serve a God who loves us unconditionally? We may mess up here, we may mess up there, but God still loves us. See, God is not like man. He's not, he's not going to say, well, oh, man, you did not read your Bible today. I don't love you no more. No, he's going to love you unconditionally. And that's why he sent his son into the world, so that you could experience his love unconditionally, so that you could have life everlasting. And so God wants us to God wants to see, see, when you understand who you are through your being, right? Because your going springs from your being. When you understand who you are and who God created you to be, then unconditional love will spring from your being. Because the scripture says, in him we live, move, and have our being. So if we are in God, then we are in love. So when we are in love, then out of our being should flow kindness. See, it should should be... It shouldn't even be second nature. It should be first nature to you. See, when you are in God, when you are in Christ, love, unconditional love, is not a second nature thing. We always say, "Well, that's second nature to me." No, it's first nature because God is love. Remember, God is love. God is life, and God is light. And we're going to talk about that next week in the in the in the sermon next week. But when we are flowing from our being when we are flowing from our connection with God, then we are flowing from unconditional love. So number one, how to be a blessing is be kind. Number two is give unconditional love. And this last one is an important one. It is be of service. Everybody say be of service. Service. So God does not just want us to just come to church and be of service to one another. He wants us to go outside of these four walls and be of service to others. And God has really been impressing upon my heart and Lady P's heart that we should be a little bit more involved in the community. Be a little bit more hands on. Be a little bit more of service. Because God wants us to show him outside of these four walls. See, coming to church is great. Keep coming. Watching. Keep watching. But God wants us to be the church on the outside of the church building. See, this is just the place we come to get the instruction. This is just a place we come to get um, our marching orders. This is just a place where we come and get renewed and we have uh, spiritual revelations spoken to us. But God wants us to be a blessing on the outside of these walls as well. And so let's go to Matthew chapter seven, verse 12. Matthew chapter seven, verse 12. And this is what it says, and some of you probably like, this is the golden rule, and it is. It says this, In everything you do, be careful to treat others in the same way you'd want them to treat you, for that is the essence of all the teachings of the law and the prophets. So, so I want to say this, All that you expect or desire of others in similar circumstances— do the same thing to them. So if you if you if you if you are looking to be honored, you give honor. If you're looking to be served, you serve. Because if we're always looking at honor from a one, from a one perspective, um, from a one perception way, well, we only supposed to honor this person. We only supposed to honor this person. No honor, honor goes all the way around. See, we should honor all the way around. So it it does not matter your position because guess what? We are all equal at the foot of the cross. And so it doesn't matter what position that you are in. It doesn't matter who you are. We must all honor one another. See, when we are being of service to others, we must not act from selfishness or injustice, but put ourselves in the place of others. So my question to you is, if you were in the same place that a homeless person was in, how would you want to be treated? Would you want to be shunned off? Would you want to be pushed away? Would you want to be uh, looked at as an outcast? No, you would not want to be looked at. You would want to be looked at as an outcast now, and you, and you are not in that predicament. And so how are we treating people outside of the church? Are we trying, are we being loving? Are we being kind to them? Are we saying, hey, look, God loves you just as you are. You don't have to behave right. You don't have to get right. God loves you just as you are. And we allow Holy Spirit to make the change. See, a lot of times people don't want to come to church because they think they have to be a certain way. But we have to understand that if we, if we make the change for somebody else, it's only going to be a temporary change. But when Holy Spirit makes a change, it's going to be a lasting change. So God did not call you to change people. God called you to love people. God called you to be kind to people. God called you to be of service to people. See, when we see each other as equals, we will see how we will see them how God created them because we're all made in the image and the likeness of God. So spiritually, we're made in the image and the likeness of God, right? Spiritually, we are made in the image and the likeness of God. So that means that we are all equal. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter what nationality you are. Doesn't matter what socioeconomic economic stage you are in in life right now. That's irrelevant to God because we are all equal in his eyesight. And so we are not superior to other people. We're not. We're not. We're not. And, and, and we have to move past that. We have to move past that like I'm that. I'm, I'm, I sit high and I look low and I'm buttoned up and you can't touch me. No, you can't do that. No, we have to move past that mindset because when we have that mindset, then we are full of pride. We are full of pride. We are full of haughtiness. We are full of what God is not. And God is not full of pride. God is not full of haughtiness. God is not like, I'm superior to God. God is not that. He he loves us. He loves us. Because if God wouldn't have loved us, he would have never sent his son. He would have never sent his son. So let's go to Luke chapter 6, verse 35. Got a few more scriptures, and we'll be finished about twelve 15. Y'all okay with that? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Only a few more scriptures. Only a few more. Luke chapter 6, verse 35. And this is what it says. It says, rather, love your enemies and continue to treat them well. When you lend money, don't despair if you are never paid back, for it is not lost. You will receive a rich reward and you will be known as true children of the most high God. Having, having, listen to this, having his same nature, having his same nature. Be like your father who is famous for his kindness to heal even the thankless and the cruel. So we have to be like God. We have to be like Christ who is our father who is famous for his kindness. Scripture says, with love and kindness have I drawn me, right? And so God is famous for his kindness. So let's make God famous for his kindness by being kind to all people. See, when you make God, fa- see, see, instead of making ourselves famous, we should make God famous. How should we make God famous? By being kind, by giving unconditional love, by being of service. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 11 verses 24 through 25. And this is what it says. It says this. It says verse 24, generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. You 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 want to know a way to get wealthy? Generosity. You want to you you want to know a way to have more than enough? being generous. See, see what, what I'm, what I'm learning now is when we're, when we're generous with what God has blessed us with, when we're generous with our finances, when we're generous with love, when we're generous with kindness, God has a way of giving that back. i am give you a story. So as you all know, I work for the state, right? And so for many years, um, there have been young women in our job having babies, right? And so I would always, you know, get, you know, pampers, you know, serve them, you know, speak life into their kid life, pray for their kid life. And just maybe about a week ago now, it's been like a week ago, it was like last, last Friday, is that two weeks or one week? No, I can't, don't ask you. So it was, it was, you having some baby brain right now. So it was about a one week ago, our job, you know, my job at the state, they showered me with love. And God reminded me of a principle. He said, look, when you are kind to others, when you treat others right, when you love others, when you speak life into others, I will sh- I will give you more than you've ever given before. And see, God wants to give us more than we've ever given before, but we have to move from the mindset of, They can't get mine. They got to get their own. We got to move from that mindset. We have to be kind to one another. We have to be of unconditional love to one another. We have to be of service to one another. So let's go to verse twenty five. It says this. It says those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. How many of you all want to be saturated with favor? Everybody in this room wants to be saturated f- with favor because guess what favor can take you further than money ever could because favor will put you in places that you would have never even imagined that you would be, and so we have to change our perspective we have to be a blessing to others we have to we have to live to bless others we have to we have to understand that when we pour out our life to pour out blessings, then we will be saturated. With favor. And so God wants to saturate when something is saturated. It is covered. Right. So God wants to cover you with favor. But it's going to take you changing your perspective. You're going to have to be a blessing to others. And so let's go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse two. And we're going to read one more scripture and we're going to be done. Gonna be done. Hebrews chapter 13, verse two. And in the coming months, you all, we're, we're going to be of service to our community. We're going to do more giveaways because there was a once time we were doing giveaways a month, every month. We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that because God wants us to show Christ to people outside outside of the fold and help bring them into the fold. God wants us to do that. And when we do that, I believe we're going to see a harvest. Just remember last week when, I, when we talked about the Samaritan woman. When Jesus was kind to the Samaritan woman, when he showed her love, when he wasn't like, oh, you dumb, you ignorant, you don't know about me. No, he was he was patient with her. He was progressive. He was relevant, and he was practical in his approach to her. And guess what? It brought a whole city. It brought a whole city in the kingdom. And so God is calling you to bring a whole city, but it's going to take you being kind to one person. And when you're kind to that one person, that one person going to say, wow. They really represent Christ. They really represent love. They really were kind to me. You know? So let's go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. It says this. It says, and show hospitality to strangers, for they may be angels from God showing up as your guests. Have have you ever blessed someone and you went back to look for them and you're like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? See, when we we are a blessing to others, see, we never know we may be entertaining angels unaware. And so when you are blessing to that person in line behind you, or you are a blessing to that person that God has blessed in, that God has put in your um in your in your in your view, you never know you may be entertaining an angel unaware, and so we have to be kind to all people. See we shouldn't just say, okay well i'm be kind to I'm be kind to five people today, and that's gonna be my kindness that i'm gonna give out today i'm gonna, I'm gonna limit my kindness today I'm gonna limit my love I'm gonna limit my service. I'm, only, I'm unlimited to a few people. First come, first serve, right? So that's, that's sometimes how we act. We act like, okay, well, I was just kind to this person. Why well, I need to be kind to this person? See, when you are intentional about being kind, when you are intentional about being of unconditional love, when you are intentional about being of service, it empowers you. It empowers you, and it, it, it empowers the person as well. So last scripture, Matthew chapter 11 Matthew chapter 23, Matthew chapter 23, I want to make sure y'all y'all awake still. Matthew chapter 23, verse 11 through 12, it's our last scripture. And how many of us, how many, let me ask you this, how many of us want to be great? Who, who all wants to be great in life? Do you just want to live a mediocre life or do you want to be great in life, right? It's everybody, right? I can't see you smiling behind your mask. Yes, okay, all right. So Matthew chapter 28, verses 23, verse 11 through 12. Am I trying to go there or something? So this is what it says. It says the greatest among you will be the one who always serves others. That's, that's the kicker right there. The greatest among you will be the one who always serves others. Verse 12. Remember this. If you have a lofty opinion of yourself and seek to be honored, you will be humble. But if you have a modest opinion of yourself and choose to humble yourself, you will be honored. And so the perspective that you take is if, if you if you take the perspective of you got to honor me and if you don't honor me, then this not going to do this. If you take that perspective, guess what? God will humble you and he'll have it. He'll, he'll do it quick, too. You'll be like, oh, man. Wow. Why? Why? Why did that happen? Because you exalted yourself over someone else. You exalted yourself over him. And so God wants us to be humble. Because when we humble ourselves, then we can be honored. We can be honored. And I want to leave you with this last quote from, from a great doctor, great, the great Martin Luther King Jr. He says this. He says, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. So the question is, will you be a blessing? Will you be kind? Will you be of love? Will you be of service? Will you be great? Will you be the one to say, "Okay, look, I'm going to be great because I'm going to choose to serve. I'm going to serve every day. I'm going to serve somebody someday. I'm going to speak life into somebody's life today. And so I want to challenge you. Don't be a mean Christian. Is there even a such thing? Do you really represent Christ if you mean do you really represent Christ if you're full of pride, if, you, if you're full of haughtiness, Do you really represent Christ if you've got a negative opinion about other people, if you got a negative thought about it? Do you really represent Christ? I really want us to represent Christ with NBCC because people are watching, and there's a harvest that's coming. There's a harvest that's out there. Even Jesus said it during when he was talking to the Samaritan. He says, um, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. The laborers are few because they don't know how to be of service. They don't know how to be of unconditional love. They don't know how to be kind. And so God is calling us to be a blessing to one another. God is calling us to be a blessing to others so that we can draw people to him. Not draw people to us, draw people to him. And that's my greatest desire. My greatest desire is to get as many people to the kingdom as we can. My greatest desire is to get as many people connected with Christ as I can. Because when they're connected with Christ, their whole life will change. Amen. Let's look from God in prayer. God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you for the word that has just gone forth. We pray, Lord God, that we will be kind. That we will be of unconditional love, Lord God. That we will be of service, Lord God. Not just to the people inside the church, but the people out this outside the church. The people who, who really, Lord God, feel like outcasts. We thank you, Lord God, that we know that we are all equal at the foot of your cross, Lord God. So we thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. Thank you for each and every person who's watching this or listening to this later. We thank you that their life will be changed and that they will be a blessing this week and the rest of their life, Lord God. So we submit to your will, we submit to your way, and we say yes to what you have for our life. So we thank you, we love you, we honor you, in Jesus' name, amen.